Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Romans, in chapter 7, looking at verse number 5. Paul, in this verse, reminds his readers that the law did little more for them than fuel their evil desires, referring to the human tendency to be dominated by desire and sin. And according to Galatians chapter 5, verse 24, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So let's listen to Romans chapter 7, verse 5, read from New Living Translation. When we were controlled by our old nature, sinful desires were at work within us, and the law aroused these evil desires that produced a harvest of sinful deeds, resulting in death. Again, that's Romans chapter 7, verse 5, read from New Living Translation. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Romans chapter 7, verse 5, read from New Living Translation. Um, Life application adds to what I shared at the beginning, which came from life application, that we were controlled by our own natures. So when you think about it, before we accept Christ as our Savior, there are things in our lives that we didn't even think about it. We felt like we wanted to do it and we did it. So we were controlled by our old nature. The only fruit produced by a life that is under the law are sinful deeds and death. The law restrains us and teaches us God's will, but it also reveals and stimulates our sinful nature. Because just think about it, you tell a kid not to do something, especially a little kid, a, a child, not to touch something, they're going to want to touch it. They're going to want to see what, I mean, why can't I touch this? Or you tell them, I know I had to f- keep my kids from putting things in um, like light sockets. Don't put anything in there or you're going to hurt yourself. And that's how the law was. It showed people what was wrong. I mean, um, would tell them what was what. Uh, was unlawful or sinful and I guess because it's just human nature it generates sin and that's according to life application so let's listen to Barnes notes on that verse when we were controlled by our old nature it was the occasion of uh, aggravation and conflict in a man's own mind This was true when the sinner was under conviction. And it was true when a man was a Christian. And when you think about that, the 
agitation and conflict, even as Christians. There are things in our lives that we have, uh, we fight with. There are conflicts that are um, where you have to decide what would Jesus do, basically. I know that's kind of trite, but we have to decide, is this going to uh, glorify God? Is what I'm thinking about or what I'm doing going to glorify God? So there's that conflict, even in even for Christians. In all circumstances where the law was applied to the corrupt mind of man, it produces at, uh, agitation and conflict. Even in the Christian's mind, it produced this agitation. And Paul is going to talk about that later on in chapter 7 from uh, verse 14 all the way to 24. So as it had done and would do in the mind of a sinner under conviction. So even in the Christian's mind, it produced um, aggravation, agitation, just as it would in the mind of a sinner under conviction. And think about people who are at the point of making a decision whether they want to leave the old habits, old um, things behind and accept the new life that God offers through Jesus Christ. The conflict in their spirit of, you know, what should I do? What should I do? So Paul is saying that that's that happens to all humans. That happens to all of us. And let me uh, let's see. Uh, let's see, where am I? Um, consequently, there is no hope of release, but in the delivering and sanctifying power of the gospel. So as that person, as that sinner, as that unregenerate person is on the verge of deciding, we have to tell them that the way to free yourself from this conflict is by the sanctifying power of the gospel. Un um, unconverted, let's see, in the flesh, which means in uh, unconverted, subject to the controlling passions and propensities of our corrupt nature, our sinful desires, it says, in our flesh. And then the motion of sin is what the original translation says, um, but it's our sinful desires were at work with, within us, according to the translation we, we're uh, reading. And the motion of sin, the um, Borns says, the original meaning simply is the passions, the evil affections, the corrupt desires, ex the expression passions of sin is a Hebrewism, meaning a sinful passion, and refers uh, here to the corrupt propensities and inclinations of that unregenerate heart, that person that's still trying to decide, still can't decide if I want to be a Christian or if I want to continue to live um, a sinful life. And it says, which, which were by the law, and it's in ours, it says, and the law aroused these evil desires that produced a harvest of sinful deeds. So the law, not that they were originated or created by the law, 
for the law does not originate evil propensities and a holy law would not cause sinful passions but they were excited they called them up it uh, inflamed by the law which forbids their indulgence and of course when you forbid something that's when it seems like it's the most enticing and it did work in our members it um the resulting in death in our bodies that is in us the sinful propensity made use of our members our body our uh as instruments uh, to secure gratification and of course that gratification brought forth death um, to produce crime agitation conflict distress and to lead to death we were brought under the under the, the dominion of death and the consequences of the indulgence of those passions would be fatal the consequence of the indulgence of those passions would be fatal and that's what Paul is saying and he's going to continue to explain this as we go through chapter 7 let's pray Father we thank you for your word we thank you that as we study your word we have resources to help explain your word and God I pray that the little ways that I have to uh make it plain to me. I pray that it was uh your word was made plain to others. So we thank you for commentaries. We thank you for those learned men and women who uh create our resources that we can use. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way, those who are at that point where they have to choose. Am I going to continue with my old nature? or am i going to accept Christ as my lord and savior and live in a newness of life and we offer Christ at this point to all who are seeking all who need to uh turn from a life of sin a life of even pagan worship where you're worshiping several gods and praying to all kind of little gods with a lowercase g and idols for different things when you can bring everything to our lord and savior to our god to our uh father who hears like a father and listens and uh he does hear and he will answer and we thank god for that and father we're praying that um whatever needs people have right now that as they pray we know that you, you do hear So we're praying for uh that all their needs are met, all the prayers are answered. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.